Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Family Gathering. I'm your host Isaiah, with my co-hosts Roy and Bowen. This is our first podcast episode, and we're really excited to get into it. We are first going to be talking about the movie Toy Story for our debut podcast, but we want this specific podcast to kind of talk about everything. We're going to bring on family members, guests, interview them about themselves. We want it to be really free flowing. So, um, how excited are you guys? I'm very excited. Oh yeah. I- done a podcast once with um, my friend, but it was only 20 minutes and it wasn't very professional. This is much more professional and some topics I'm looking forward to besides the one he said are video games, maybe a little bit of music, what we've been doing while we've been quarantined, funny family stories, lifetime events and lists sports and etc and I'm you Roy. Bowen and you yeah, Bowen just a little bit of everything you know just um it'll be really fun breaking down movies and you know just you know we love movies everyone loves movies so it'll be really fun yeah i can't wait to get to it and uh yeah let's get right to it all right you got a friend in me you got a friend in me. You know what I'm saying? So, was I <laughs> that was great, man. That was, great. That was our uh, intro. It was terrible music. and good at the same time. I just started going crazy. I'd say it was um, only good. But here we are. This is the first podcast. Just butterflies in the stomach. But, yeah. I'm excited to talk about, um, we're all excited to talk about uh, Toy Story. All right. Of course, it's a classic, so I'm going to get right to it. This film was a breakthrough. It was the first entirely animated feature film and Pixar's first feature film. It was written by Pete Docter, Andrew Stanton, Joe Ramp, and John Lasseter. It received immense critical acclaim while also killing it at the box office, making $363 million. That's not counting all the toys they sold after this. Whoa! (laughs) I know. And ultimately, it's about toys you can talk, but there's so many meanings to the movie. Friendship, loyalty, trust, imagination. This film was a blockbuster because it's fun for the kids and also appealed to adults because these were the toys they played with as kids. Not only is it a great film, it's the beginning of Pixar's decades-long animation reign. So, Bowen, Roy, I'd like to get your first impressions of the film. Bowen, you can go first. All right, so I just thought it was, like, the perfect movie, you know? Like, there really wasn't any part of it that... I disliked, um, you know, I feel like also the, you know, the, the way that the, not the trilogy, but like all them, all four of them, I, I don't know what you call that, but, um, quadrilogy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> so it's, um, it's like the first one isn't really that like too emotional. Like there's emotional parts here and there. Um, then the second one is like, it's kind of just adding on the story. And the third one is just like, personally my favorite in the fourth is like farewell but um it kind of just you know it's just the perfect kind of setup um each toy is just like so unique in each way um like they're all so funny um just like each part is just is just uh is great how the whole movie like uh reveals um itself and there's just so many great moments and lessons and yeah you know it's like just a lot of great stuff to the, to the movie yeah um, 
So, exactly. um, I I really loved it, and I wish it could have been longer. I understand it was in the late nineties, and it was hard to animate that, but it definitely could have been longer. And I kind of wanted more scenes with Andy actually playing with the toys. <laughs> Yeah. But I thought the growth of Buzz and Woody's relationship from Woody kind of being jealous and resentful towards Buzz and Buzz not really understanding to them becoming really good friends and working stuff out together was um, good character development. Totally yeah. agree. I mean, the character development in this movie is fantastic. And I actually, while well, doing a little bit of research, unearthed this little fact about it. And I want to get your guys' thoughts about it. When Lasseter and his writers were first writing the movie, one of the first drafts actually had Woody acting like a complete jerk. And at one point, Tom Hanks is like, all right, my character kind of sucks. This guy's a jerk. He's bossing everyone around. And another change was the toys were kind of acting like children in the first draft. And I wanted to get your guys' opinions on how would you have liked this film if it were like that first draft? I, um, I would not really have enjoyed that as much, I feel, because... I was I actually heard that theory recently watching videos about Disney animated alternative endings and storylines. But Woody is just he was a little bit of a jerk when Buzz came and that was like too much. I mean he tried to kill him. Yeah, well not kill him. Buzz, man. It was brutal. It was brutal, but I just don't think that's Woody's character. Yeah, um I agree. Right. So uh, okay, so I, I just think that um, it, it would have, yes, as uh, Roy said, um, it just would have been the same. This movie, the genius of this movie is it applies to uh, older, you know, adults and, and kids. So, like, I remember, um, you know, I enjoyed it as a kid and, like, oh, these toys are they're playing and, oh, they have to get back home. But now, like, re-watching it, it was just the jokes and... And just the character development, as you stated earlier, and, you know, the storyline and the plot and that whole just all come together at the end and the bonding between the toys. And it's like, I enjoy it probably a lot more now than I did before I didn't really understand the true message of uh, Toy Story, you know, so... That was well said, and I love how the film starts. It just gives you a perfect encapsulation of the toy's life. I mean, it starts with playtime with Andy, then you get their meetings, which are these very democratic kinds of collaborations where they're not really acting like kids. They're acting like adults who are helping this kid, Andy. Then you get, you know, them worrying about when they hear there's a surprise party, the fear of being replaced. And then they, you know, they have the soldiers go in and ask um and find out, you know, what new toys came. So it was really great showing how the toys lived their lives. What were some of your favorite parts from those beginning scenes? I um, I really liked how the army men went down there, and when one of them got hurt because someone stepped on them, yeah. it was like an actual wounded soldier scene from a war movie. And it's funny because, like, that's the toys we just think, oh, it's a piece of plastic, but in their world, that's real life war. Well said, Beezers. Um, <laughs> I really, uh, I also really, I thought that scene was kind of perfectly set up. I also just like the beginning where, you know, Woody's just giving out the speech, and um, they're just every each 
toys, like they're so worried about, as Roy said earlier, um, being replaced, and they they they're like they they don't know what to do, and um, just they're scrambling for. They are just, scrambling. They're like they're just like praying that they don't get replaced, and he has a great speech and talks about you know. Hey, you know everything's gonna be okay, and how their reactions kind of just show the emotion filled and and the in the scene, and it, you know it might not seem like maybe as a kid like oh that's not really or like as humans like oh that's nothing you know real problems, but to them it's like a big you know problem for them you know a lot of people so yeah that like, is a real life fear being replaced. Yeah. Whether it's like your your girlfriend or your your a boyfriend. new yeah boyfriend, a new sibling, anything. I mean, when Roy was born, I was pleased. We still want even yeah. more siblings, but that's irrelevant. Anyways, that's a topic for another cousin. Yeah. That is a topic for another podcast, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's our first one. We're still rookies. So you know, really, the main relationship in this film is Buzz and Woody and it's a classic you know two guys who don't really fit together at the beginning but really come together at the end and I wanted to get your guys' first thoughts on you know when they first meet each other okay um I guess yeah, I guess I'll go um so I you know at first it was kind of just really brutal how uh Woody treated Buzz and he he just felt just um envious and um kind of jesus did not want to be replaced you know, he was like the superstar um at he the was. beginning and that's a good know, analogy thank you so you know and and he was just being uh, andy's favorite toy and when buzz came along he kind of pushed him over you know like um one the a quick little scene is when the box just the plain box just pushes him off woody off uh andy's bed um during the birthday party and that's just like the start of his you know, like regime if you would say and um it was but then later throughout the movie they they became really close friends and um and they bonded together in a way that you know they became uh, inseparable, and they helped each other out to get back to Andy. So it was that like was a, definitely uh, a tough look, and I thought that their definitely a tough look seems. <laughs> Buzz never really had a problem with Woody until he shoved him out the window. Right. He kind of, which is understandable. It's understandable. He kind of thought <laughs> that he was like an alien. The the planet he just landed, he was just a nice per or just a person on it. But he didn't realize he was kind of accidentally intruding on their his life. And you can see Woody, like what you said, getting knocked off the bed, not being slept with, all the posters on the wall, and the bed sheets changed, and he went to the box with all the other toys. That can definitely... I could see why you'd be mad. And Woody kind of took it out on him, and they got left behind at the gas station. And then they had to meet back up, and the whole movie happened. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this it all leads when he pushes them out, and then Andy takes them both to Pizza Planet. Um, but on the way there, Andy and his mom stop for gas, and Woody and Buzz, after squabbling, are left behind. 
And this starts their journey of being together. I mean, whether they liked each other or not, they had to stick together and get back to Andy. So, you know, they smartly hitch a ride from um, a delivery truck back to Pizza Planet, where they unfortunately get captured by the villain, Sid. Let's hear your thoughts on Sid, the villain. It's kind of... First, explain who he is for the audience. Well, he's um, Andy's neighbor... And he basically takes a bunch of toys and will either cut their head off or combine two different ones with another. He'll blow them up. And he's just cruel to toys. And it's pretty maniacal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like so just evil. I mean, you weren't really expecting a kids, quote unquote, kids film. Um, but he was just... You know, you look at these toys, and they're just, they're kind of just, you know, they're alive, and he's blowing them up, and been maniacal uh, about about them. You kind of just see a glance of his character, and then he later evolves uh, throughout the movie. Yeah, I mean, to us, I mean, Sid is like, you know, it's just a villain. He's a bad kid. But to these toys, he's a murderer. He's yeah. horrifying. And... You know, they don't have that much power. They're only toys, so they're probably horrified seeing him. I mean, at the beginning, when we're given a glimpse into Sid, all the toys just look at him with complete fright on their faces, and it's understandable. So when Buzz and Woody get captured, I mean, we're fearing for our friends, and he immediately starts torturing them. He puts a magnifying glass over Woody's head and starts burning him. He... You know, he ties Buzz to a rocket, and this kid's really bad. He's clearly the antagonist, but he also pushes Woody and Buzz closer together. So with that, what do you guys think? Oh, um, that's a good... That's uh, something they haven't realized. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's what we're here for, to make you kids out there laugh. Um, <laughs> what? So, the, okay, keep on going. Keep on going. Yeah, I mean that was pretty much it for that part. I mean they're together. They have to leave Sid. That's the core conflict of the movie. How do they get out of Sid's house alive? Which is something that no other toy has really done. Because you know these toys gossip, they talk, and he's a murderer. So what do you guys think about how their friendship gets closer during this troublesome time, Roy? First, well, so it really got much better when. Buzz was tied to the rocket, and Woody was underneath the box, trapped, and he was like... In Sid's room. Yeah, in Sid's room. He was kind of sad that it's his fault that Buzz was going to die at the moment, they thought, and Woody realized that the only way to get out of this was to work together, and Buzz was really depressed finding out that he was a toy and not a space ranger, Yeah. which like to us, it's funny, but that's... It's like t- someone telling you you're an alien or something like that. It's a like big that. existential crisis. There we and, go. Like, and, um... Can I just say something? Yeah, yeah. About that, um, that scene. So, what I got from that is... It's, it's like... Let's say you're a, um, an English teacher. Um, and you try and, you know... Have, be the best English teacher. You're really uh, an interesting person. You try and make... Uh, your your students interested in what you're teaching, but then someone tells you, "Oh, you're just an English te- teacher." There's millions of people that do exactly what you do. 
Um, and then you, you realize, and like, oh my God, yeah, that's true. But it's really not at the same time. Everyone is kind of their own person. And even though you might, um, you know, just everyone says, oh, we're all people, but everyone's so different at the same time, you know? Yeah. Say and that. So that's why I got from it. When Woody gave that really emotional speech to... Buzz, which we'll get into later. Yeah, we'll dive deep into it. Really, Buzz got uplifted, and it was kind of the biggest, maybe besides when he saves him, the biggest Turning spark point, right? yeah. in their friendship. Right. That's a really good point. And, I mean, you know, they're both depressed. They think Woody thinks Buzz is going to die. Woody thinks he's never getting out. But it all comes together when Buzz is about to be lit on fire outside by Sid with the rocket. Woody gets the help of the other toys in Sid's room, and they come up with this great plan to take him down, save Buzz, and get back to Andy before he moves later that day. And it's really a great sequence, seeing the toys work together, contraptions, tricking the evil dog that Sid has. It's a wonderful time to see them work together, collaborate, and, you know, really save each other, because the toys are all they have. They can't really talk to humans. Yes, humans like Andy are the toy's friend, but... You know, they, they can't come to Andy for problems, so they're all they got. Yeah. Good. And yeah. Um, with that, after they escape, we'd love to get to the awards. Well, let's talk right. about... Oh, yeah. So, let's talk about um, how they actually made it back to the van. Of that course. Was let's my, get to that first. That was important. Yeah, that yeah, was important. So, so Buzz and Woody are leaving, and Buzz gets stuck in the fence, and Woody made it to safety. He was out the car, and Buzz was like, go on without me. I'll, I'll catch up with you. But he, he couldn't. So Woody goes back and helps him, and now they're too far behind. So they start running, and the dog sees them running after the car, and it starts chasing them. Woody made it onto, now it's the moving van they saw, because they followed that, because Andy was moving. And, but Buzz didn't make it, and he fell underneath the car while Sid's dog started attacking him. Not a good situation. Yeah. So Woody opens the back of the truck, and he grabs an RC car, and he starts controlling it. But all the other toys just think of Woody, how... He's a murderer. They think yeah, he's a murderer. how he only showed Buzz's arm. They think he destroyed the arm, and then he shoved him out the window. And then also he shoves the RC car out the thin, and they're like, "Oh, he's doing it again!" But then he he picks up um, Buzz and he saves him. But the other toys threw Woody out the window, and now they're kind of stuck. They were trying, and now they're both on the RC car again, chased by the dog, and they, as all toys do, kind of start a car accident. <laughs> And the dog gets trapped inside. It was okay. And then, but, but as they're going, they run out of fuel in the car. But Woody still has a match and Buzz still has the rocket firework onto him. So Woody lights the match and it gets, gets run over by a car. And then he relit it on... Well, he recognized, I don't want to get too in de into detail here, but basically, because we're going to save this for the awards, but basically they get back to safety, they get into Andy's car, and it's a wonderful ending of how two toys who started hating each other get closer together. 
And I can't wait to get to the awards, and I want to hear uh, your guys' first awards. So the yeah. first award is the Lou Williams Six Man of the Movie Award. Now I'm just going to give a little explanation for the fans, then have Bowen and Roy get into it, then I'll get my answer on it. But basically, Lou Williams is a basketball player. He's a six man who comes off the bench in the NBA. That means you don't play the most minutes, but you're very important. You know, you need to keep the team going when the stars are out, and you don't have a lot of screen time or playing time, but you're efficient and you get it done in the time that you're given. So with that said, which characters uh, do you guys think deserve the six man of the year award? Bowen first. Okay, so, um, what I thought for, um, you know, these, these, uh, toys didn't have much screen time, mm-hmm. but the weird, like, masked up Sid toys at the end Ooh, were that was one of my candidates, like, yep. Uh, and they, they definitely, you know, Woody sat them down, used his, uh, amazing speech skills and, uh, told them that, Hey, we need to get my my friend Buzz Lightyear, and we need we need to save him and get we need to go back home. And he made this crazy plan, ingenious plan to have each toy do what they did um, to get out um, of the house, and then uh, scared Sid to death. And he he thought he, was, he had no idea what was going on. I mean. Suddenly, these toys broke uh, broke their key rule to never show humans that they're like alive. Yeah, it was uh, very uh, important to do this. So uh, Sid was scared out of his mind. He ran into his house, and he didn't ever want to hurt toys again. But this also led them to get out of the house. I mean, there's been so many. Um, uh, toys that helped throughout the movie in key moments, but I think they might have had, I mean, the least screen time, I mean, one of the uh, least amount of screen time, but they really clutched up at the end. It was actually like perfect for this award, I feel like. And they helped Buzz and Woody get back home where they're supposed to be from uh, away from the psychic's house. Yeah, that's facts, dude. That, that was great. And also a small thing with them that I loved was a great twist. You think they're evil at first, but then you find out that yeah. they're actually good toys. And uh, Roy, what's Just your six man? So my yeah. award, I had four candidates. One being Slinky, Sid's <clears throat> Toys, which um, Bowen oh, just touched up on, the Army Men, and the T-Rex. I'm going with the T-Rex just because I feel every single one of his lines, just because of his panicked emotions, was just hit every time. And he's just funny how he's supposed T-Rex, everyone thinks, are scary and terrifying, but he's just like this clown. clown. I don't think yeah. he has any dialogue where he's not freaking out. Yeah, everything is worried, worrisome. You guys yeah. have both given great ones, and for my sixth man of the year, I'm going to have to go the Toy Soldiers, which we touched up on a bit. But basically, the toys are going insane about the surprise birthday party. They're panicking. Woody panics, too, and he calls these uh, soldiers on a mission for them to get downstairs, bring a radio, and tell the other toys what Andy's presents are, and get back without being detected. It's a tall order. This is a huge mission, and he gives them like no time to do it, but it's a huge job. 
They kill it. And he does it at the end of the movie for Christmas. That too. These soldiers are awesome. They don't get any names. No one's given a name, but I think they're great in what they did. They got every single toy. They did choke at Buzz, but that's not their fault. They, they were blocked, and, you know, they had to hide in the bush. And then also, as Roy said, when one of those toy soldiers gets hit, they help him up, they bring it back, they get all the information to Woody and them. And I think they're just very underappreciated, and they are my sixth man of the year because, as Woody says... These guys are pros. You yeah. <laughs> Alright, next award. Okay, this is the Optimus Prime Inspirational Quote of the Movie Award. Um, doesn't really need much explanation, so... Alright, they want me to give explanations, so basically the award is any time that a toy or anything in any movie just gives a really uplifting, inspirational speech. You know, that's moving. It's a very well-written, well-delivered. You have something to say, Ro? The reason it's the Optimus Prime Award is because apparently Optimus Prime gives really motivational speeches and has his Transformers going into big battles. I've never seen Transformers, so... I don't really remember it either, but that's what I've heard. So my pick... <laughs> yeah, Roy, let's hear really it. Really My pick is you are a cool toy. <laughs> so basically, when... Woody was trapped underneath the box and Buzz had the rocket on him. Buzz was depressed because he saw on the TV in Sid's house that he was like many and he realized he's a toy and that um, he's not a space ranger. And that's hard, realizing like your life is not what you think it is. So Woody, knowing they need to get out of there or they'll perish, inspires him, saying... You are so cool. I don't know how I can even compare to you. Why would Andy want to play with a toy like me? Damn. Play with me when there's a toy like you. You are a cool toy. And just all this uplifting stuff that eventually inspires Buzz to get up there, help him out, and they got out of there. Very well said, Roy. Yeah. Um, I also agree the same, uh, the same uh, award for, you know, there weren't really too many crazy, uh, long, uplifting speeches. Um, at least I didn't really catch any except for that in the beginning. So I definitely have to say that moment also, just to make it a little shorter, yeah, like the way he, he makes Buzz feel uplifted about himself and his character that he wants to pursue, like, you know, getting back to the house, you know, and that makes it kind of like an emotional scene, so... Yeah, same. Yeah, pretty sure. much, you said it really well. I just wanted to add. I also said that. Yeah, I what you said. It is also that speech. I mean, yeah. it's clearly the only great speech of the film. It's kind of the only option. But I have a couple new things to say about okay. it. Okay. So Buzz is depressed. He's essentially res resigned himself to death. That is very dark. And Buzz is lamenting how he's not a real space ranger, and he wishes that he were a real one. And that, you know, he's sad he's a toy. Woody gives the speech of the film right here. I'm going to quote it. Andy doesn't love you because you're a space ranger. He loves you because you're a toy. And yeah. like Roy said, you are a cool toy. And he says, in fact, too cool. Why would Andy ever want to play with me when he could play with you? He, and, he also, yeah. sorry, he also Go said um, that being a toy is much better than a space thing. ranger. Yeah, exactly. And this isn't Woody putting on a show. All movie, he's mocked, ridiculed, been very jealous of Buzz because and he's Andy's new favorite toy. 
but he finally admits what I think we all know he's been feeling the whole movie in this speech. He was never mad at Buzz the person. He was mad at Buzz simply because he was a better toy and Andy liked him more. Shining light on his own insecurities is a big moment for the Woodster, and it gives Buzz new life to help them escape. So, yeah, I think we all covered that very well. That wasn't really another choice. <laughs> you know, when we all agree on something, it's it means that it's such a like um um important uh you know moment in the in the movies and uh, future topics we talk about. So we all kind of connect and we can make it like a, the pinnacle of you know what, yeah what we're talking about. So yeah, yeah, well said. And for our next award. The best score. This is, you know, whatever we think is the best music in the movie, so I'll let Bowen get right to it. Mr. Mr. Music, you're up. Um, well, so, Randy Newman, uh, he created, he created, uh, all the soundtracks, and, um, I I mean, definitely, you got a friend of me, is just like, um, well, there's, I forget the other names of the other songs, but each song kind of has a unique, um, kind of, uh, you know, way of, um, kind of just showing what the movie, like, what part of the movie, um, it's, like, dictating about. So, like, you you have a friend of me, is like, it's happy, and it shows the beginning, how Andy is playing with Woody and all the toys, and they're having a great life, and yeah. then things start to change, and um, there's just, you know, the music kind of show, it has like a strange, uh, feeling to it and really makes the movie, you know, like without the music, uh, the movie would not be the same because it depicts everything that happens so, so clearly in each scene. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. That's very well said. It's also my favorite. I'm going to quote some of the lyrics in it by singing them. If you've got troubles, I've got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. We stick together and can see it through. Because you got a friend in me. Okay, think about those lyrics. They can apply to Andy and his toys, and they can apply with the toys to themselves. You know, it's just a beautiful song. and Everyone. Exactly. Yeah. They apply to all relationships, all movie. These toys stick together, whether it's moving buddies, staff meetings, and especially when Woody pushes Buzz out of the window, the toys take a stand against Woody, and they pretty much alienate him from the group. These toys have a strong bond, and the music beautifully encapsulates that. BR, you're up. Okay, so that was definitely the most iconic and famous one, and it was a great one, but I picked a different one. I went with Strange Things. Now, this is the song that was playing while the montage of Woody kind of getting replaced by Buzz with the bed sheets and the walls on the poster and the pictures and going in the toy box. And it just kind of resonated with me, and it was really sad how Woody's life was kind of going down. And yeah, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Well said. And um, now we have our next award. you knowing the name of the song. Oh, I looked him up. It was that, and there was another one. Nice. The music was great in this. Um, this one I've been looking forward to, and I, I think we're going to have more than one choice for each one. The Funniest Moment. Oh, I got Daffy Duck Award. The Daffy, Daffy Duck, Duck Award. Roy, let's hear what you got. All right. 
My Daffy Duck Award goes to Buzz for being the funniest character, but then kind of a sub one would be the An funniest the funniest character and funniest moment. Okay. Because I have different ones. Let's hear him. So my Daffy Duck Award is Buzz because of him thinking he's an alien the whole time <laughs> and just his laser, like, going <laughs> in his laser and Woody will be like, oh, we'll blink him to death. <laughs> Just not realizing it doesn't do anything and thinking he can fly was very funny. I but, switched it to kill mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when he couldn't breathe, when he took his um, helmet off, oh he was like, ah! <laughs> But my funniest moment has to go when Woody is messing with Buzz and he goes, Buzz, look, an alien! And he goes, where? <laughs> so funny. So yeah, that I think that one speaks for itself. Just how Buzz bites so easily, like he bit when Woody is like, "Buzz, a spaceship," and he came back. He does the bite time a lot. is one eleven. But yeah, bees. Let's hear it. Yeah, it's such a meme that. Oh, Buzz, an alien. <laughs> but um, all right, I guess. Uh, so I, I mean, this was like, yeah, so many people. Uh, I would definitely say Woody and Mr. Potato Head and T-Rex. So, you know, Woody is always, you know, uh, as you just stated earlier, like he, um, he always just tricking Buzz at the beginning and, and just saying that he's like, dude, you're not an alien, you know, you, you, you're just a toy and yeah. You know, all these crazy lasers and real spaceships, you're, you know, and, He's just jealous, but he just says the funniest things and um, throughout the movie, and he kind of just makes the movie so enjoyable. And then Mr. Potato Head, just he, you know, he didn't have the most screen time, but he had just lines, hilarious lines throughout the movie. Um, the one I really thought was probably the most hilarious and what is uh, Woody is really mad that. You know, Buzz is taking his, you know, his 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 shine, you know, and and then and he's like, oh, what what's gonna happen to me? And then Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head, just walks by and he says, oh, he's probably should put you in the attic. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was just so subtle, but yeah. just so funny how he just said it in the, just like the funniest way. I think it's and, kind of a hot take that you think Mr. Potato Head was. More funny than Buzz, though. Ooh, some tension. I don't know, I don't know like I just, I, it just, I, I don't know. Like he, he's also the guy's like a comedian. That's, that's like, true. Instead. I don't know. You said the T Rex also. Oh, it's also the T Rex. Thank you. T Rex also the same same type of things. He was just he wasn't in it much, but his lines just just in between. Um, just scenes and just um, he was always just pan panicked and oh he's he's like he said one time he's like oh I hope I hope they get a, like a leaf eating dinosaur then then I could be like the apex friend <laughs> that was pretty funny and he just says just he's like I want to be scary and he's like were you scared Woody at the beginning he's like oh I was almost scared almost <laughs> got me there so you <laughs> seem to have. Three people winning one award. Pick one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't. It's like the hardest award. They're all funny. The pig's funny. 
Slinky's funny. Everyone's funny. I, I can't choose. I actually can't choose. I mean, I'm on both of your sides. It's tough. I mean, there are a lot of great funny toys, but this isn't a participation trophy. You gotta give it to one. You gotta... Fine, I'll give it to Woody. <laughs> okay. That was well said. Who would be your runner-up? Because some uh, awards have been split. I, I would say um, probably T-Rex. Yeah. I can yeah. agree. Um, I'm definitely going to give the funniest person a buzz. You guys have already said his funniest moments. So what I'm going to do is just, you know, say some of my favorite funny just moments of the film. Add some pizzazz to it. Yeah, yeah. So an honorable mention. This was a small one, but Buzz arrives. He doesn't know he's a toy. And he asks them, do you toys run on fossil fuel here? Like, do you have any fossil fuel for my spaceship? And Woody's like, no, we have AAA batteries. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Buzz the te technological advances they have on this crazy planet, and all we got is AA batteries. Exactly, and my other small moment is when the toys are looking out the window as kids are walking into Andy's surprise birthday party with all these presents. Um, the pig <laughs> is letting everyone know what each one is shaped like, and they are all boxes, you know, you can't really see anything. But the dinosaur, the T-Rex, is like... Um, what did he Do you see like, any dinosaur-shaped ones? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And the pigs, like, they're all in boxes. You <laughs> they're all in boxes. So that was a great moment. Um, obviously, my favorite is Buzz Look, an Alien. But, I mean, that's just a classic. This movie is so funny, heartwarming, and the funniest moment was just great to talk about. Guys, how long have we been going for? It's like... 37. 37 minutes, right? I told you it would go by quick. Oh, I thought it was a long Really? Damn. Um, as for our next award, the most emotional moment award. Roy, the mood you look award. Um, you can talk about it first. Let me get my thoughts. Well, I mean, there's not much to explain. It's you know the most emotional part of the film where you know you're feeling. Yeah, get more emotional, emotional. Get more Yeah, it's it's sad. <laughs> it, I mean, I pretty much cry every single Toy Story movie. So. <laughs> I cried at this moment, too, that I'm going to talk about later. But, Roy, let's hear yours first, then Bowen. So, I was stuck between Woody getting replaced and Buzz realizing he's a toy. And I had to go with Buzz realizing he's a toy because getting replaced is really sad. But you're still there. People love you. But getting told you're not what you are? Like, yeah. imagine getting told you're adopted. Exactly. Like, what the hell? Unless you're Larry David, you'd be crying. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a good point. Uh, yeah. Randomness? Random. Yeah, Bone? Um, this is, like, probably um, just, like, a really small scene. I don't know. I'm just, like, a small scene guy, That's I guess. Cool. But, um, yeah, I, go for it. the part that kind of teared me up was when, um, when uh, Woody uh, was holding on to Slinky at the end, and he was like, I won't let go, I'm, I'm losing oh. him. And it was back and forth, back and forth, between the car losing batteries and the truck, and it was going home, and then you thought, like, they weren't going to see them ever again, and they realized that Woody was trying to help and uh, redeem himself from what he did earlier. And Woody, and, and early in the film, Woody says that... Uh, him and the Slinky are like best friends, you yeah. know, and there's just like that one moment where just holding on for dear life and he lets go and then they think they're never gonna see him ever again. That's a unique pick. I like that. I agree. I mean, especially because they're so close. That makes the moment yeah. even Yeah, it better. wasn't like some 
random. Gives more weight to it for sure. Great choice. Um, mine is also definitely Buzz finding out that um, that he's a toy, and you know he finds out he's a toy as he's watching a commercial. This is a full fledged identity crisis. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you found out tomorrow there were thousands of copies of you in the world. I mean, I'd be shaking. This hits Buzz so hard, and I genuinely really feel bad for him. And all movie, he thinks he's on, like, this space mission, that his lasers work, and he can really fly. I mean, to cap it off, after seeing the commercial... Just not fly. <laughs> exactly. And after seeing the commercial, he has one last bit of hope. He tries to fly out of the window after seeing the commercial. And he falls to the floor and breaks his arm, crumpling to the ground. It's very depressing. I definitely shed tears during this moment. And it's just really sad. You know, there's no other way to say it. And my honorable mention for this is definitely when um, Woody is trying to convince the toys from across the houses to help save him from SIDS. None of them believe him. And you can tell throughout the movie he's pretty close with Slink the dog. Slink's pretty loyal to him. And when you see Slink is the last one to leave and not believe him. Like, that just really shows yeah, that Woody's lost oh, the toys. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was sad. Yeah, man. I mean, I think we've all shed enough tears, but um, I say we gotta, you know, let's bring the mood up a bit and go on to our next award, which is the Dynamic Duo Award. Uh, I'll go first. So I actually had a lot of um, candidates. I had Woody and Slinky, mm, Woody and Bo okay. Peep, who we haven't talked about yet, Andy and Buzz, Woody and Buzz, and Woody... No, Andy and Buzz and Andy and Woody and Woody and Buzz. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of comedy. Wow, okay. You have to go Woody and Buzz, though. That's what the entire movie is about. And it's just their friendship, how it develops, how they go from not being the clo- not even being friends and Woody trying to destroy Buzz and to best friends and very loyal to each other. Well said. Beezers? Um... My name's uh, Owen. Um, anyway, we got we got jokes. Um, anyway, yes, Woody and Buzz. I mean, the yeah, the whole movie revolves around them, and you know, I'll make it kind of short. Yeah, you know, Woody literally tries to kill Buzz. Dog. Ran him over with a car and pushed him off, and it was terrible. And they start fighting and. And then the way how it just slowly, it wasn't just like some movies, there's like, let's say there's like two people who are hate each other for like one one or two scenes and the next scene they're like, oh, we're best friends. We're like, what? what? Mm-hmm. There's no character of them. And so the way how it kind of just slowly went up and then they became just uh, really close. So, yeah. Yeah, that was great. I mean, mine is... Don, you know. Yeah. Mine is Woody and Buzz. I really don't have anything else to add. You guys have nailed it. I'm not going to bore the audience. (laughs) Um, The next award, one of my personal favorites, the Toughest Look Award. For anyone who doesn't know, this is, it's pretty much like the most embarrassing moment. Like, it's just a look where it's like, damn, I feel bad for this toy. It's so embarrassing. You can't really explain it. It's just like, you see it and you're like, damn, that's a tough look. You see it. We'll explain it and you'll get it. For example... The match yeah. going out at the end of a movie, that is a tough Oh, one. Well, yeah, that was tough. That but was... my winner is... It's like, is... oh, I got it! Damn, <laughs> it's gone. 
Yeah. My winner is Buzz realizing he's a toy as the toughest look. Like, as sad as it is, it's pretty funny. Him trying to work his laser, thinking he can't breathe in space, can't fly. It's just a tough look. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Okay. Bowen? Perfect. Um, I think uh, definitely when uh, just all the beds, like the Andy's room is changing, and also just like the pure moment in that scene is just when the toughest look in that scene is just when the toy box, you barely even see it. It's not even in frame. It's not somebody <laughs> just out of picture. He's gone. He's out there. He's being replaced as we speak, which is like sad, but also just so tough and just. Can I add something really quickly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. So after Andy and all his friends come in the room and put Buzz on his bed, then leave, like Woody comes from under the bed and they're like, Woody, what are you doing under there? Shouldn't you be on the bed? He's like, oh, I'm sure it was just a mistake. (laughs) That was pretty tough. That is not a mistake. (laughs) No, it is not. I remember when we were watching, Roy was like, ooh. (laughs) Um, For me, it is... Line, bro. Yeah. The fox just that was it for him. <laughs> yeah. Um for yeah. me, it was definitely Woody when Buzz arrives. I mean, he goes from the leader to the toys to pretty much an afterthought. Buzz comes in, he's objectively a way cooler toy. He flies, yeah. has lasers, buttons, a better sound system. Buzz stole his bedside spot against a Woody, all Woody. Everything's covered, and he ends the night in the toy box, which is a very tough look. I mean, this is the equivalent of a team bringing in a new free agent at your position, and now you're getting no minutes. I mean, this is really yeah, what it is. Thanks. I just want to add on to, uh, to, to that. Just, um, just when, um, um, just yeah, when when Buzz shows up, and um, it's just like so just devastating to Woody. You know, it's like. Um, that scene in um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, another movie we'll probably cover. Definitely. When, Definitely. when, when uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? When um, when uh, Greg is like pretty high up on the totem pole of popularity, he just goes straight down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just plummets. I'm already thinking of tough that looks now. Literally, so that was literally a, uh, Woody, so yeah. That's, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> Um, I think we all covered our tough looks. Uh, you guys all gave great examples. I hope uh, the fans are pleased with them. And we got three more awards to go. Uh, this next award is called the Michael Jordan Clutch Award. Michael Jordan's obviously a basketball player, well-known for, you know, just coming up clutch in big moments, hitting shots. <laughs> you know, just being clutch. Documentary so, tonight. Which toy deserves the Michael Jordan? Jordan Award. Okay, so I have my candidates are the Army Men for just doing all that stuff at the beginning, and then Woody saving Buzz at SIDS, and then saving Buzz using the RC car. But my pick is him saving him with the RC car. Like, that, that was a tough... That, that was a tough task. He had to, to command the car, go against the attack dog, basically... And all the toys were attacking him at that point too. And he, yeah, all the toys were attacking him. He had to power through. He was like quadruple teamed, <laughs> and he just saved, saved the day. Great, great point. In a with not much time left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess 
Yeah, it's great. Well said about that. You know, it was, it was uh, he had to fight for you know, saving his friend at that point. Um, I'm going to say when Woody finds the pizza truck Ooh. at the gas station. The reason I say that is that, well, to get Buzz and both of them on the, on the truck. If they didn't have, if they didn't find that truck, there's no way they could have gotten anywhere near home. Great point. They, they it brought them <laughs> intriguing. Like, up. They they got to the to plant pizza planet planet pizza. I don't know. I don't know. What, I forget. Even I just watched pizza it. Pizza planet. Pizza planet. Yeah, you're, you're right. So they get there, then you're like, okay, well, there's still so much more they have to do, but. Then, then they get the 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 claw. The claw gets <laughs> out, out of the machine, and then they they go with Sid, and then they they get to the house, and then you know. So, but without the truck, they wouldn't even have gotten there. Like it took them a while to get where they wanted to go. That's a great point. Without it, they wouldn't have even gotten there. You know. Completely agree with that one. And think of another potential clutch moment when uh, Buzz was getting taken out by that claw game by Sid. Wood tried to save him. That could have been a huge that clutch. That could have, yeah. But alas, he didn't save him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was clutch him going with them, though, because like yeah. if he didn't, then they're split up, and it's just more of a panic. Yeah, and my uh, Michael Jordan Clutch Award definitely goes to Woody. I mean, he had he has a lot of moments where he screws up in the movie. Tough looks, yeah, everything. But he was clutch, man. I mean, at the very end when the RC car is dead out of battery and the dog's away, but they really have no hope of getting back to the car, they think of the rocket. Woody, he uh, strikes the match. It's fire, and he's about to put it on, and a car drives by and blows it out. Extremely tough look, but he's clutch. He remembers that magnifying glass trick that Sid did on him. So he yeah, positions yeah. Buzz's uh, space helmet to put on the uh, ignition. Yeah, the match, and then uh, that's how they blast the rocket off and get back home. So great thinking by that's Woody. That's a great pick. I mean, using his past traumatic experiences to get back home is as clutch as you can get, yeah. really. Yeah, that's a really great one. Uh, and um, uh, this is one I'm interested in. Uh, our second last, to last one, one. MVP, right? No, second to last award. Thanks for ruining the... I'm kidding. <laughs> um, this is the favorite scene award. We I don't think I'm on my list. Well, it might have been a late edition. You can go off, off the dome. Yeah. Um, I'll have Roy go first so you can think. But Roy, what was your favorite scene in Toy Story 1? My favorite scene was besides Dr. when he goes... When Buzz thinks he's a spaceman, Woody goes, Buzz, look, an alien. was definitely them trying to make it home with the car, um, getting chased by the dog, using the rocket, and landing in the backseat. And it's just like, when the toys, because the toys are always so close to being home, every single movie. But when they finally get home, it's just like, ah, oh, finally. Yeah. Yeah. That was That's what it says in the... And you got a friend of me, like, you're miles away from your, from your, like, warm bed, you know? It's, like, foreshadowing, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think of that. It was a good time. I know. Just literally just popped in my head. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'd like to hear your favorite scene, Bees, if you're ready. Okay, so, favorite scene. I, I'm going to say... Uh, Oh man, there's just so many. I know. And since I didn't even have this 
thing planned out. Oh my god. Well, I'm just gonna, just gonna clutch, go with folks. it. I'm just gonna go with uh, the part when uh, Jeff. Uh, man, this is hard. Probably like when when um uh, when Buzz is just like replacing just um just Woody and just like how they go back and forth and it's like the start of their of their like Conflict. You know, relationship it doesn't like not good relationship at the beginning but kind of just it just starts the movie at that point it's kind of like in you know the initiative initiative in the movie boom i just boom just off the that. dome that was adlib folks i Off mean he, he didn't know that was uh, one of the awards we we're going to talk about and he killed it so great job bowen my favorite scene there's so many of course but the toys plan to beat Sid. Um, Sid has Ooh, Buzz was... in the backyard. He's ready to light him on fire. Woody gathers the rest of the toys, and they make this incredible plan to save Buzz. First of all, they have a car race right out of the room that you know has the dog leaping after it, manipulates the dog. Then they have toys go through the mainframe and ring a doorbell, which means, oh, it's time for them to go. They scare the hell out of Sid by talking to him and just all coming up from weird places and just traumatizing him. And then you lead to that toy chase, which it's just a banger of an ending, and that whole final climax is fantastic. All right, guys. Last Great award. plan. This is the last award. I have some thoughts guys, on this. Wait, uh, three, two, one. The MVP award. Yeah, I, yeah. I had no idea you were going to say that, but I love it. <laughs> MVP. It's a huge it's award. A let's award let's get money. to it. So... A lot of people consider what are the criteria? Is it like the best character, the most valuable? Because that's what it based off. And I'm going off a mix of both. I'm going with Buzz as my MVP. Because Woody, if Woody got them into the situation, it w we wouldn't have even had any issues if he didn't wasn't that jealous to shove him out the window. But Buzz was funny the whole time. He kind of got along with Evelyn, except for that little spurt with Woody. And he was super funny the whole time. A funny moment I forgot to mention was when Woody screamed at him, You are a toy! And he kind of just ignored it. He was just great energy throughout the whole movie. It was cool to see like him interact with the real, wor um, real world. When they see Sid through the window, he's like, I'll go save him. Not realizing he can't do, any do anything. So, yeah, Buzz for MVP. Yeah, lasers for the boo. <laughs> Bowen, who's your MVP? I'm going to say, uh, I have like three Woody weird toys in a remote car, but... I'm gonna just have to say Woody because yeah. it's the opposite kind of what Roy said. Like he, well, kind of similar because he actually, you know, he pushed Buzz out. You know, he was like that jealous, so he actually, even though he did a bad thing, kind of made a movie. So you value then, cancerous teammates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then it's like, um, and he made the plans. For, for like everything for those weird Sid toy things and he was he made a plan to get out and save save you know everyone uh, you know to get back home with Andy and then uh, the remote car so you know without that 
wouldn't have gotten anywhere. But yeah, so Woody, he made all the plans for everything. And he kind of just, you know, he's the main character, but he just shined throughout all the movie. He did bad things, but he made up for them and, uh, you know, made the movie. That was that was great, man. He was a movie saver. He was. Yeah, a movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Woody is the star of the film, and I I can't well, even argue with that. Fifty five minutes. It's a great choice, man. And I toggled between my choices, but at one point I was gonna go Woody, but in the end I go Buzz. And okay. I wouldn't argue either way. Like I think they could both be MVPs, but I go with Buzz because he comes into an entirely new world and immediately is the big man on campus. I mean, all the toys worship him. A lot of expectations. Yeah. I mean, he's kind, he's humble, and he's just a really cool toy. Toy! <laughs> I mean, did you hear the kids go insane when Buzz was revealed as a present? I mean, that just shows how cool he yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> like, did he even play with him for one second? He just looked at the box and was like, whoa, that's a cool toy! I know. He's so much cooler than Woody, it's actually hilarious. Um, but what his character goes Buzz, through? Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah, it's really, it's really a cool. It yeah. is a cool toy. But what his character goes through, and how the character makes Woody evolve, makes Buzz the MVP. Buzz has that existential crisis when he finds out that he's a toy instead of a space ranger, but he overcomes that to love himself for who he is. What is he, guys? A cool toy. Oh. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a cool toy. Oh. I knew it was coming, but I just... Yeah, I, and... I died. That is a tough look. Bro. That is a tough look. That bro. is a... See? Yeah, that's... Yeah. And... podcast. Yeah. His biggest yeah. MVP moment, too, is he brings about a much-needed change in Woody, making Woody a better and more compassionate person, because Woody always had everything. He was spoiled. He was Andy's favorite toy. He had the best body. He had all the posters. He was the leader of the group. And God, Buzz comes in... Buzz comes and humbles him, man. Woody gets checked. He did get checked. But um, he also makes Woody realize he wasn't the best toy he could be. And this leads to Woody ending up saving Buzz and pretty much going beast mode the rest of the movie. Because right. Buzz pushed him to be a better toy without even knowing he did. Buzz that, is my MVP. At first. At, all right. That wait, 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 wait. At first, Woody wanted to get Buzz back to the group because he knew he couldn't show his face without Buzz. But then he ended up wanting to actually save him. Save him. That's kind of just how their relationship went through. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, right. that yeah. is... The podcast. We went okay. through all the awards. Thanks for watching, <laughs> listening. Wait, we are almost at an hour. Come on. Yeah, yeah. we're getting there. We gotta talk sure. till an hour. We're fifty like two minutes. minutes. We're so, so close. We just want to yeah. thank you guys for listening. Give us yeah. a five star rating. Maybe even yeah. write a review. Recommend us to your friends and millions of people watch this. Yeah, yeah. And if you have any recommendations. <laughs> Let us know. In yeah, your I mean, it was really just what? such a blast, you know, to just talking about this, and it's you know such a class. It it was just like so much to like actually break it down, and uh, you know Isaiah, you like you just did uh, nice leading in. I, I love how we all just contributed, but you had so many great things to say. Thank I think you. we all had just we all kind of just connected since we're also so close. Um, we just like really broke it down and we'll continue to do so and 
in the future, um, you know, like it's it was just so much fun. And if who knows, we become famous, we don't even have to show our face, so no one even knows who we are. So we'll just be famous well, podcasters. Well, I mean, know? we could show our face. It's not that important, but so yeah, Isaiah and I are brothers, and Bowen is our cousin, and. We're definitely planning on doing all the Toy Stories, but we don't want to have that be the first four episodes. Yeah. So we're going to kind of spread them out, maybe like get... Don't want to get typecast. Yeah, typecast, whatever that means. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Guys, uh, this was awesome. We have ten seconds left before we hit a minute. What do you have to say, Beast? Five, four, three. Um, it, was, it was a really great experience. Yay. Yep. All Thank right. you. Wait. Dr- Drop a review and yeah. a five star. Uh, Thanks for listening. One hour.